Hey, Pet Food Beta listeners, um, this is Vivi, and I apologize. We recorded this episode right after the January version update dropped, and I just have not had a day off until yesterday. Since then, from real life uh, work obligations, so thanks for your patience. Pet Hello and welcome to Pet Food Beta, Gamer Escapes podcast, bringing you the biscuit on all things Final Fantasy XI news, community, and more. My name is Vivi. I'm Moroku. And we have another exciting episode of Pet Food Beta. Um, we, uh, I want to uh, first start off and say um, we have seen the feedback about the audio in the comments. So thank you for the, the feedback. Um, we're working on it. If it still sounds the same this episode, um, uh, don't worry. Hopefully by next episode it will be fixed. Uh, Maroku's going to get a new microphone. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I don't hear anything. So, I don't know. It's probably because when we record the episode, I just literally crawl out of bed in my sort of shamble of a life. Whereas Vivi has been up for a couple of hours, has had a couple of cups of coffee. I think it's the due to the fact that you're recording with a headset microphone that can't adjust where the microphone is placed, to be honest. Potentially that also. But I like to sort of think it's because voices aren't warmed up, so who knows? Who knows, but we will hopefully have it addressed and corrected and sounding much better next time, so please look forward to that. Yes. Other than that, how's it going? How are you? I haven't really even talked to you at all since uh, before the holidays. Um, I'm good. I threw out my back on Monday, so awesome. I'm kind of unaddressed. And it's kind of funny of how it happened because I went jogging, and then my right foot gave out for whatever reason, and so I hobbled like two and a half, three miles back to my car. Jeez. And um, yeah, so it felt like you know the back was fine, the majority of it, and then I tried to go to bed, and it's like, oh, you can't move half your body. Congrats, you're stuck here for a couple of days. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Hopefully uh, that means you've had more time to play Final Fantasy. No, my computer's across the room and I couldn't sit up. Uh-huh. No, I've found my back more than a, oh, wait, we're going to try to not edit. I'm going to not finish that sentence, so you're welcome. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll just say I've found my back a lot. Um, there was a version update, hence the reason that we're recording today. Um, well, yes. So let's talk about the news. Alrighty. So, uh, first and foremost, um, let's see. New quests have been added to Seekers of Adeline. Um, I have, I'm actually not up to the last update's new quests, although I started them. Um, so uh, we can't even really comment. I'm assuming you're not either. No, I've been in village status. Yeah. So, so. uh, we, we will hopefully be able to talk about those next episode. Um, they, it's kind of like an, almost an epilogue uh, from the cutscene that I started, anyway. Um, new records of eminence objectives have been added. Uh, some of the conditions for completing older ones have been lowered. And um, just some random other uh, quest adjustments. Refuel and replenish in Abyssia will work now if the Martello's at 100 before you would have to use it and then do the quest. Um, I don't know why that's a big deal unless it has to do with records of eminence. Um, players are now able to close the menu when selecting a waypoint. 
uh, and then a few adjustments to monster rearing. So the conditions for acquiring rams has, has been lessened and the memory from rank XX monsters menu, uh, when choosing a cheer and electing nothing for now, the cursor will blah, 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 blah. Basically, they've improved the UI experience in um, monster rearing, which, by the way, I've had a chance to mess with a little further. Have you? No, I haven't. My my garden isn't that high up, apparently. <laughs> so. um, the uh, the bonuses are pretty cool. I mean, they're they're not like game breaking, you know. But the like, I raised a lizard, I think, which unlocked um, accuracy plus five percent for alter egos. So it's kind of like a cool passive bonus you get. That's very cool. And then goldsmithing skill plus one percent, which is weird. I wonder if that's a typo, but maybe not. Mm. Was it like success rate or? No, it said skill plus one uh, percent. Hmm. So Interesting. My goldsmith isn't leveled, so I don't. I don't really see the the bonus. But anyway, um, so battle related. This is one of the larger um, things that were added, and <clears throat> that is new Unity NMs have been added to Cape Terrigan, Sanctuary of Zita, Mo Rave, uh, Yatunga Jungle, and Western Altepa Desert. Dyslexia or intentional? What did I say? Mo rave. <laughs> that was like, not, that was unintentional. Romeev. Wow. There you go. And I've had coffee today. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, what do you think of the equipment now that um, most of it's sort of discovered? Uh, I think it's for people who either want to have good gear for multiple jobs or they really want to have that one best in slot piece for their favorite job um it's all pretty good but there's nothing that's like so incredible that i can't see myself without it mm. um the other thing that i think about it is it's also really good for the jobs you don't play a whole lot for example white mage exactly yeah for white mage i don't play it a whole lot so i'm not gonna bother getting like the jse staff or club i don't even know what it is um, or, you know, bother uh, trying to get like an Alluvian staff or club for White Mage. But I will spam uh, the equivalent of Rock, um, you know, for f a half an hour and spend 20 or 30k Unity points or accolades to get that staff because mm. it's really good. <laughs> yeah. Side note, you would probably just use it to mock Sheen. So, but the staff I think is better. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. it's got ridiculous, like, stats on it. Yeah, the one thing that sort of like irked me about it was that so they put in finally an upgraded yin yang robe. It's just got refresh three on it, which is amazing. Um, the plus one version does, but it still has like blood pack minus eight instead of like the tier two thing, and that just was kind of a kick in the junk. Yeah, that's that's kind of yeah. that's annoying. The, yeah. There is a piece I really like though is the um, the one that drops from uh, Largantua in Bosodine. The uh, I think it's the Emmet harness basically like the 119 version of the scorpion harness oh cool and it's a um it's a good uh pdt i think minus five percent and then enmity plus five per five or something like that um and that's just for the, the nq version but it basically will fit a bunch of light armor jobs mm. um and so like it's a really good idle piece for things like thief or um just a, a nice piece to have as like a, a pdt set um, so I use that one quite a bit, actually. 
Yeah. Did you see the new uh, Sirocco Kukuri? The what? Yeah. Uh, so one of the mobs, um, the one that spawns in Cape Terrigan, that uh, drops like the sort of new version of the Sirocco Kukuri, and it's like the lowest delay dagger ever for Thief. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I really haven't seen a lot of the new items other than the ones that they have in the the patch notes. Yeah. I think which is awesome. A uh, uh, 119 version of Tripless uh, Subligar. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's like 147 delay. Wow. Okay. It's kind of cray cray bananas. Cool. Yeah. Well, those I know those are popular with the one complaint being, or the one major complaint being that um, you have to have accolades to even help with anyone. Um, and so what you end up with is like a shout saying, we're going to do this NM five or 10 times, and then half the people drop off by the third pot because they don't have enough accolades. Versus the one thing that I liked about Void Watch was you didn't even have to have any Void Stones to help people, and you would get minor rewards for it, like a little bit of XP and crewer. Right. Um, so I hope that they address that in the future. It would be nice if you got at least like capacity points or some something, you know, and be ineligible for spoils otherwise. You probably know more about this than I do, but uh, do the mobs themselves have their own individual loot pools, or is it all chests? They are all chests, yeah. So everybody gets one direct drop. Okay, but the mob themselves don't actually drop stuff. Right. Mm, that's a little lame, but... Um, yeah, but it, it takes care of a couple of things. One is, um, it's very rare that you're going to get a log. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, however, it's pretty common that you'll get like 2 to 3k gil, which is about the amount that you would get back from NPCing, NPCing the Junk and Void Watch anyway. Right. So I'm okay with that. Um, the other thing it prevents is somebody not clicking on the box, um, which I'm a big mm. fan of. So gotcha. I, I think it's a good system overall. Cool. I'm a fan. So other stuff that was added was a variety of battle content, including Wanted Battles, Void Watch. What? Really? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I misread that. Uh, variety this is why of, we read through the notes before. Yeah. We've, we've, both, we've both been very busy uh, and did not prepare as much for the show as we normally would. But um, at any rate, uh, variety of battle content, including Wanted Battles, Void Watch, and higher tier mission battlefields have undergone the following adjustments. If the player's level is above the limit for the applicable content, the following pets they are in control of will no longer despawn upon starting. So familiars, avatars, and automatons. So that's kind of nice. Mm -hmm. um, this also applies for battle content such as mission battlefields, whereas players don't lose experience upon being knocked out. And this does not apply to the trial-sized trial for Summoner. I actually kind of giggled a little bit when I saw that, because it brought back a lot of fun memories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, puppet Masters have undergone the following adjustments. This is one of the major job adjustments. Um, so the uh, the White Mage Head, the Soul, uh, Soul Soother, uh, will now cast Protectra and Shellra instead of Protect and Shell. The Storm Waker Head will now cast Shell and Protect on itself. Um, on, well, on the Automaton, not on the head, specifically. Um, the Soul Soother and Storm Waker Heads will now cast Enhancement Magic Spells in following order priority. Uh, so Soul Soother will cast Haste after Protector and Shell Row. Storm, Storm Waker will cast Haste after Protect and Shell. So kind of prioritizing that. I know that was annoying before where it would like cast Haste and you don't have any other buffs. And it's like, come on. <laughs> Well, actually, you know, what had happened is that um, the mob would, or uh, the puppet would start casting like stuff like stone skin or something, and haste was like a couple down the line, so yeah. this time 
Case will actually remain on the pup, and it'll theoretically act more like a human player. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, come on. What healers actually keep haste up on their players in the first place? All of them, because every every one of the, uh, the DDs will complain about it if they don't. Yeah, I know. Um... The, a couple other adjustments to Automaton's tactical processor, increased likelihood of overloading has been removed, which is nice. The attuner um, will now function properly in higher tier battlefields and wanted battles, and target markers will function properly in higher tier battlefields and wanted battles. And the automaton, the job point category for Automaton max HP bonus is now changed to max uh, HP and MP bonus and that will uh, increase the maximum HP by 10 and MP by five. What are you doing in the show notes? Oh, no, I'm just highlighting where we are. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, uh, uh, the accordance with the above change job point category automaton max MP bonus has now been changed to activate effect and it will decrease the automaton's burden when activate or deus ex atom automatica autom uh, man why do they do that automata automata or- is used uh, yeah, so it'll decrease sorry. the burden by one uh-huh. so basically they grouped together HP and MP and gave it an, a new category so that's cool um, and then Alter Egos have had a couple of tweaks. Matt will now use formless strikes under more appropriate conditions. I'm assuming like when uh, physical, you know, uh, defense is boosted or something like that. Um, yeah. And Rahal will now use shield bast when enemies cast tier three Ga elemental magic spells uh, in addition to situations where he currently uses it, which is cool. I did notice yeah. that um, when I was doing like the Foret Wildkeeper Reeve and like, all of my alter egos wiped. I just, in a desperate uh, attempt, summoned uh, Zed. Mm-hmm. And I did notice he was stunning, like the TP moves, like pretty spot on. Oh, yeah, Zed's a great center. It's awesome. So that's cool. I, I know that yeah. they had adjusted him quite a bit, but I never use him anyway. Speaking of um, trust, have you played with any of the newer ones yet? From this week? Uh, this week, uh, maybe like the week before, like the New Year's thing. So uh, Gilgamesh, the weird Adlin person, and uh, the other Cherokee. No, I haven't, and I don't know how to get them, actually. Um, you buy them with points. What points? Uh, so one of them is Conquest, one of them is Sparks, and the other uh. is um, Bailed. No, I will need to do that. Yeah, um, because Gilgamesh is amazing. I'm assuming Gilgamesh is Conquest points? Uh, I think so, yeah. He might awesome. Be sparks, but um, no, so he team like, uh, his interactions with, um, I think, Lion... Aldo and um, Ayami, mm-hmm. and he skill chains like crazy, and it's kind of comical how much butt he destroys. That's cool. You know which trust I have been using more now that I figured out um, a couple of things that she does is Lila set. Really? Yeah, because one she'll she actually has pretty high accuracy and hits for like okay damage, but more importantly, um, she does a waltz called uh, Vivifying Waltz, which is not the reason that I like that, um, but the reason that I like that is because it's an AOE uh, healing waltz that in conditions like Wildkeeper Reeves will extend beyond your party or alliance. Mm. So it just like Avatars, their buffs affect everybody who's basically a friendly playable character. Mm. It does the same thing. It'll heal everybody within range and doesn't cost any MP, which is an issue for um, you know, the trusts if you don't have, uh, you know, a ballad up or whatever. But also the other thing is with trusts and Wildkeeper Reeves on a melee job, um, 
they die pretty quickly because they end up getting within range. Um, so the other the thing that's nice about Lilliset is because you know she's got a little bit better defense and magic defense, she can survive a little bit better than those. So mm. um, that's been pretty cool. Yeah, if you're looking for a good healer though, Karaha Baruha is really, 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 really good because he'll spirit take his MP back. Oh right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so. he's a red mage, so he's... No, he's a white mage. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was mixing him up with the other one. Yeah. And um, also, he kind of turns into fetter and stuff, which is cool. But... As you're playing with him? Oh, yeah. Really? Like, yeah, so he'll go and he'll use, like, Howling Moon or Lunar Bay as weapon skills, but they won't take TP. Does the animation actually change him into Fenrir? Uh, it'll blink for, like, a quick second, and he can magic burst, like, Howling Moon off of, like, a darkness. Oh, that's blows. cool. I wonder if that other new um, trust will do that, too. The They added the blue mage from Wings of the Goddess. Oh, um, yeah, that was actually our next topic, I think. Anyway, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, but, um, no, so. Because um, I know lore-wise, she can turn into dragons. Yeah, so um, with Aruhat, um, for those of you that don't know, she was Blue Mage from Adeline, turns into giant sort of fashion type mob. Wait, from Adeline? She, er, she hails from Adeline, so like her place of birth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is like her whole like little mini quest storyline thing. Interesting. Which is one of the reasons why we had asked if there were um, dragoons and whatnot. Anyway, um, since like you know it would take a lot of resources for you know several different giant Fafners to kind of show up, she has a lot of unique casting animations for all of the uh, worm TP moves. So like her mouth will glow and her eyes will glow, and then she'll like do heat breath or like the dragon breath, and then um, she'll jump up in the air when she does the uh, wing gust or gust wing or gale wing. That's what it is, I think maybe. But um, no, apparently she looks really cool. I haven't gotten her yet. So actually, I should, I should have the points today to get her. Actually, so I have only just like messed around on fodder mobs, so I didn't really see any of that stuff. I just saw warrior moves, and I was like, "Huh." Yeah. But yeah, I'll definitely um, try that out next time I'm in a wild keeper. Uh, anyway, uh, item related. Um, new synth recipes have been added. New items have been have been added, and new items may be stored with the Porter Moogle. So big surprise. Um, which include the sheep cap and plus one sheep cap and heart apron and heart apron plus one. Um, have you seen the sheep cap, by the way? It's amazing. Yes. <laughs> it's so cool. Um, players are now able to... Uh, I'm sorry, system-related. Players are now able to equip two link shells at once. Um, so the way that this, that this works is you just go to your link shell menu like you normally would, and you select a link pearl like you normally would, and it'll ask you if you want to set it as number one or number two. There's a couple of things that I don't know if they're going to address in the future or not um, that you lose with equipping it as number two, which are that you don't see the link shell message when you equip it as your sub-link shell. Hmm. And auto-translate doesn't auto-translate. Like, you can still use it, but other people will see it as regular text. Really? Yeah, which is probably fine for 99% of the people, but unfortunately, I have a Japanese shell where they sort of speak enough English where with auto-translate um, we can understand each other. And so this is kind of a bummer because now I have to take my main one and equip it as my sub one and then equip that as my main one in order to use auto-translate. Hmm. Um, so there's a couple of things with that. Um, other, uh, other things they added with uh, chat log related is now when you maximize the chat log, you can actually hover the cursor around each individual line, click on it, and send that person a tell or search them or target them. 
So those of you who play Final Fantasy XIV, this should be familiar. I completely missed that little note in mm-hmm. the update. That's pretty cool. It's very cool, especially when you get a tell or you, you see a shout from somebody with the name of, like, um, you know, I don't know. XXXXX Sephiroth. <laughs> right, yeah. Dumbledore. XXXYX. Exactly. And, and you get that X in that last Y. Or VVVV. Yeah. Apparently people can't type V-I-V-I-V-I-V-I. I hear the weird one that's like 6666. So, because Roman numerals and your name. Well, it's like four sixes. That's what I just said, six, 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 six. Yeah. Yeah. What? 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 Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay. Um. So uh, they seem to have adjusted the way timestamps are displayed. So pre-adjustment, it might have said like 506, 958, 1025. But now afterwards, it's going to say 0506, 0958. Basically, so everything aligns. Yeah. Um. So that's nice. That was actually bugging me quite a bit. I'm kind of hoping they go to the sort of international slash military time also, because I prefer that. Seconds? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I guess they fixed um, a question mark and related to a campaign ops in Bosodine Glacier uh, Shadow Rain era. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> uh, that's it for the, the patch updates. There are a couple other news items. Um, so there are, uh, depending on when this gets released or when you listen to it, um, the Mog Bonanza will end on January 27th. So if you haven't gotten your marbles, now's the time. Mm. Nizel Isle campaign. This is a new one. Uh, this is going on also to, through the 27th of January. Uh, so basically what they did with this is notorious monsters will drop plus one items instead of the you know the question mark items that they previously would drop in the chests and then floor bosses of floors 20 40 60 80 and 100 will drop plus two items when you get these appraised you get a bunch of different rewards that previously you wouldn't um have you had a chance to do any of this yet um, no, I haven't because it is Neo Isle. And from it, what no, it is, it is Neo Isle. No, I know that's what I'm saying. It oh, okay. is. And from what I've been hearing, a lot of the drops are kind of meh. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, so, so I've done it three times now: twice solo, once in a group. Okay. Um, and I did it solo because I really didn't care about clearing, you know, floor. Tw- I was just trying to land on boss floors. Right. So I did it. Yeah, th- I think three times. I so far I've gotten an M crease, mer- mm-hmm. uh, mercurial uh, crease. Okay. Which still sells for two mil. Very cool. At least on my server. Um. In the group I went with, we appraised the plus two item, and a Mars ring appeared. Wow. Um, we got some Delve items, uh, pieces of gear. Um, we got some JSE capes from Adeline without augments. Mm-hmm. And we got, what else did we get? There was some other stuff that was worthwhile. Um, oh, I think some um, 119, or not 119, but some 109 level uh, drops that you would get from the BCs, like the Summoner Club that has like negative four avatar perpetuation. Hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm so far I'm I'm impressed with the with the drops. There's not a whole lot of like necessarily big money items. I think people were maybe hoping that there'd be a lot of Alexandrite pouches. Well, I think like um like look at the track record of other campaigns that they've had. They've had the campaign op one where um you know there were like I think a couple of times that our gold pieces dropped. 
And that was like, oh, this event's really cool and sort of hyped the thing up. And so I guess I was kind of hoping that within the first like five hours or so, somebody might get a cat's eye. Yeah. Because that would be really cool. No, I don't know. It's just like a lot of the items that you had listed, they're not overly useful. Like, I mean, M. Chris, you wouldn't really be able to use anyway because you wouldn't really be able to hit anything with it, I don't think. Since you wouldn't have the, um, like, whatever extra accuracy would be on, like, your offhand, for example. Yeah, that's true. Um, Mars Ring is still useful, though. Eh, is it, though? Well, it's plus eight accuracy, plus eight attack. Yeah, but would you really use that over, say, a triple and double attack ring and then something else that might have, like, store TP on it if you get accuracy in other slots? For, if you're trying to do a full-on accuracy build, a lot of times, um that extra eight will, will really go a long way. Like, I know if I'm, I'm trying to get to, like, 1,100 accuracy on Blue Mage or something, that's pretty hard for me sometimes. That's fair. And so, you know, I don't yeah. think there's a whole lot of rings that have accuracy bonuses to them that yeah. I can think of, at least. Very um, true. You know, like, I think it's a good effort. I think it's, like, the good old college try. I just hope that, you know, um, as the event goes on, there's some more sort of um, shiny items that drop. Yeah, so yeah, that'll be keep an eye out for that. Or at least if you're not using your tags, there's no reason to not just go in solo like I did and, and just. That's uh, the other thing I've kind of been slowly wiping out various assaults and stuff. So um, you don't want to burn your tags. Kind of, and also um, I think I have like maybe nine left to do. But you know, since people are being buttheads, I have to go and try to do them solo, and I may fail them. So, etc. Gotcha. Yeah. The other campaigns going on right now are double capacity points, double skirmish pops, rather double skirmish pop drops, um, and extra skirmish rewards. All of this can be yours up until the twenty seventh. So act now. <laughs> uh, I don't know where that came from. It's Saturday morning. The only thing on television are infomercials. The only thing on my television is always Final Fantasy XI anyway, or pro wrestling. Okay. 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 <laughs> that, will take us, that will take us into the dev tracker. So PayPal is now available. Just announced. Cool. Uh, I know a lot of people are rejoicing. Couldn't you already use PayPal before to buy Krista? No. Um, I know that... At one point, you could not use PayPal no matter what, mm. but now you can. Okay. Yay, making it easier for us to give them money. Seriously. <laughs> um, and there was a question about um, people wanting to see if there was a, a way for automatons to auto-engage when the player does, and they said that they will not because um, they want that to be one of the differentiating uh, factors between automatons versus other pets, uh, which I can see because a lot of times people are using automatons as a support or healer role, and that would not make a lot of sense to have them auto engage. However, yeah, I, sorry, go ahead. However, it would make sense for them to auto engage if they were um, the ranged head or the seldom used uh, melee head. You see, I disagree with that because I don't want my um, like. Let's say I have a. My um, things to make my auto weapon skill up, my um, maneuvers, and the mob dies before something, or we're getting ready to go fight a boss, and so I want to prep my auto and stuff and get my stuff on so that way once tank gets hit or whatever, I can have I don't know Marvin or whatever my auto's name might be rip off um, what is it armor shatter I think is the best weapon skill or something yeah rip off an armor shatter ideally 
it wouldn't auto-engage, because then that might wonkify hate and my pet might die, because mob might turn to it and then like smash into a million pieces and I would have to deal with that. It just seems like it would be easier or simpler if um, you get to choose. Because I think right now the only ones that sort of auto-attack are Summoner, right? Does Beastmaster's pets auto-attack for you? I don't think Beast does, although Beast will auto-react if it's being attacked. Like, if you tell it to attack one mob and it links and another mob attacks it, it will then start flipping between whichever, like, it has, it basically has enmity, you know, uh, right. AI just like regular mobs do. Um, right. But if you get attacked, I don't think your familiars will auto, I'm pretty sure they won't auto-attack it. Although, Dragoons, the Wyverns will, know if you just engage. But I don't think if you get attacked, they attack. I think Summoner Avatars are the only ones that do that. Right, and lore-wise, Summoner Avatars would make sense because you have, um, you're kind of killing yourself to have one out. So, right. yeah. Yeah, anyway. so I can, see, I can see the logic behind it. This has been Pet School Beta. Aha! That guy. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, that'll bring us to in-game. And uh, what have you been doing in game? When I have been able to move, I have been doing assaults and salvage. And <laughs> that's more or less it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I've been actually, up until this week, I had been playing quite a bit. Um, the Wild Keeper campaign that had just ended so sad um, was I was just spamming that as much as I possibly could because I think at the last. Do you remember what I, how much HP bailed I said I had to go in the last show for my my rune pincer weapon? Oh, it was a kind of reasonable amount, I believe. Yes, right. I, well, I'm I'm asking because I don't remember. I feel like it was. <laughs> I feel like it was around four or five k left. Oh no, I thought it was significantly less. So never mind. Well, at any rate, um, now I am right at about two k left. Nice. So I feel like I probably got. Um, at least a thousand, probably two thousand during this thirty day campaign, and most of that is from actually doing the content, um, which is ridiculous. Um, because the way that it, it worked is pops were only three K to buy instead of fifteen like they normally are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so, you know, you spend ten minutes in there, you immediately get that bail back. So with with each Wildkeeper Reeve, you'd at least make twenty or twenty-five K in, in just regular bailed, and then a guaranteed HP bailed, and then occasionally an aged box, which usually yields a, a, at least 10. <clears throat> Plus, uh, for whatever reason, maybe because the market was saturated at that time, uh, people were just giving them to me, <laughs> 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 which was awesome. Um, and also because the market was saturated, the price went down, so the gill that I normally get from doing ADL with my shell anyway, mm. um, I was being selective about who I was buying uh, HP bailed from. Anyway, I was doing a lot of that, um, and now now I can't because they take three hours to respond. Um, They'll probably bring it back in like five months. Yeah, hopefully I'm done before then. Let me figure what you've got. What, what 2k left? You could hello probably knock out like a hundred a week. Hello, hi. I think Skype delayed you or something. That was weird. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you could pr- 
probably do like a hundred or two hundred a week and be done relatively soon. And like not in a, like a no pressure situation. So, yeah, I was just, just I was hoping to finish before that campaign ended, but that was kind of ambitious. Um, yeah. But anyway, other than that, um, the uh, the only other thing that I thought was worth mentioning was uh, I've been going summoner a lot to ADL, mm. and so I've been messing around with uh, Atomos, which up until now I figured was the most useless thing that they've done to summoner so far. <laughs> Um, however, I've discovered a couple of interesting uses for Atomos. Um, one, mm. it almost seems to always proc magic mobs and dynamics. I don't know whether intentional or unintentional, but it just seems to be every time I use that, it procs. Um, so that's interesting. The other thing is you can steal shadows from ninjas in Dynamis and give the give uh, Utsumi uh, shadows to the entire party when you do that. Mm. So that's kind of fun. And the other thing is in Wildkeeper Reef situations, um, mobs like uh, Chaka, I think that's how you say it, the uh, the shark. The shark, yeah. Um, when it does the the move that uh, gives it the aura, mm-hmm. uh, it gains a magic attack and an attack buff, which you then remove by using Atomos and then give to everybody <laughs> within range. Um, so I've sort of found some you know, uh, limited uses for Atomos, but it's actually, it's, it's really fun to be able to give crazy buffs like that to all, a bunch of people and remove them at the same time yeah. from the mobs. My main gripe with it is that you have to be um, relatively close to Atomos to even get the buff. And I would think, well, I think that, like, it's it, actually a conal uh, thing. Really? Because yeah. I had gotten it, um, like, you know, I, had, I, I think it was like a, the range of like protects like uh, what would it be like 10 or whatever radial around the mob it's just it's like eh, I wish it would be like 15 or 20 and that you could cast it from farther away but that's just sort of yeah again, I'm, I'm actually pretty sure that it's it, when it gives the buffs it's conal um, because I remember a couple of times I casted it on <clears> the shark and I ran away uh, like behind it not that far but be, I was behind it and I didn't get the buff but all the people who were fighting it did get the buff so I'm pretty <clears> sure that's how it works Anyway, yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, so, uh, plugs, uh, you can subscribe on iTunes, uh, rate and review on iTunes. Uh, you can tweet at us at PetFoodBeta. You can email us at PetFoodBeta at GamerEscape.com. And, as always, uh, check out the Final Fantasy XI auction house website, ffxiah.com. Go to the forums, look in the fan art section, and look for the MS Paint Challenge. It's always fun. Um, I don't think I have anything else to plug to you. Joe? Morocco? Meryl? Hello? You, you step on the cord to the internet again? No, it's... Uh, so, uh, I'll explain after the show. Okay. So you don't have to add it. Um, I think that's about it. Um... Cool. I feel like I'm forgetting something. I feel like there's um, something important we're forgetting to mention. But uh, uh, let me just check our main website just in case that there was something that we posted that we wanted people to look at. Um, nothing I can see. Anything that we may end up thinking of, we will let you know in a tiny little tidbit that we'll insert in a very discreet manner post editing. So there you go. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, um, thanks for listening to Pet Food Beta. I'm BB. I'm Roku. I'll catch you next time. Bye!